You're listening to Behind the Shield, giving you 15 minutes of inspiration, triumphs, and more with the Salvation Army. Okay, guys, so as the area commander, Captain Ken Chapman, I go over that eight-acre campus that we have off of uh, West Colonial and I-4. I see you guys there a lot. On that campus, we have the William Booth and the Catherine Booth Towers, and we have about 319 elderly disabled who live there. Average of $237 a month uh, is about what it costs. So you guys uh, live there, right? And you volunteer with the Salvation Army in a lot of different ways. So I'll ask you first, George, what got you there to the, the towers? I was in the main shelter, Salvation Main Shelter. Six months down the line, somebody told me, how come I don't go and fill out for the Catherine Booth or William Booth? So I went and I filled out for both. And then I I, I just kept waiting and finally they called me into uh, William Booth. And we know that there's a two, sometimes three year wait list to get yes, in. So, yes. wow, how, how fortunate and blessed you got to be there. So in our shelters, in our men's and veterans shelter and our women's and children's shelters, we have lots of different programs that help people kind of get back on their feet to get productive. And I believe you were part of one of those programs that helped yes. you kind of get things straightened out. Yes, yes. Uh, well, since I was retired, I volunteer a lot so to keep myself busy. Yeah, I see you, know. you most days out there when at three three thirty when we have the the feeding line. Yes, yes. Um, you're out there talking to those guys and ladies yes. who are there and yes. and letting them know if you can make it, they can make it. Right? Yes, yes. That's pretty good. Even at Seven Eleven down the down the street, I have met people. They ask me, tell them where the where the Salvation Army is, and I give them a little heads up on what they got to do. Be there by four o'clock, wait on the line when the guy asks any first timer to raise his hand. And, and that food line is for anybody who's hungry. We don't ask any questions. You don't have to show any ID. No. And Fred, I know you help a lot with that too. We refer to it as soup line. Yes. That we're there for an hour and, and, and we give out sandwiches and water and kind of like a little lunch with, with, with your sandwich. Right, and we don't, we don't ask people to show IDs. We don't no. ask for any paperwork. No. And that originally is called the soup line because we did serve a lot of soup. But when COVID happened, we went to bag lunches and things like that because it was safer for people. So what attracted you to volunteer to help on those days? I've been retired for 10 years, and I got kind of tired of looking at the television all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Have some kind of activity. Make yourself useful. Fred, what did you do before you retired? I worked construction. Okay. R road construction. I was a machine operator on the construction, build the roads and everything. Yeah. Because um, also my dad was the boss on the job for the state, for the state of New York. And that's how I get in, into that. But, but that's great. Into my later years, when I got everything, I got into um, Salvation Army around 2000, the end of 2010. I graduated from, from the program. No, that's when I first went in. When, when I graduated from the program, it, it, it was around um, 2011, about six months later. And, and I did graduate from the program. So the program that you're referring to, is, we call it the ARC, but it's the Adult Rehabilitation Program. So when someone donates a, a, a chair or a couch to the Salvation Army and it's sold in the thrift store, 100% of that profit goes into the uh, rehabilitation program. Right. And that's 110 beds for men who are addicted to alcohol or drugs or some kind of substance abuse. It's a six months work intensive therapy program and 
you have lots of Bible studies and life skills and AA and celebrate recovery, all of those things that right. help get your life together. How did that work for you? That, that worked really good for me. I've been, I've been kind of shy and, and everything like that. And that helped me realign with the people in the, in the program and, the, and everything like that. So that and, program does more than just the individual. Many times families are broken apart because addictions do that to people. And once the man who's in the program gets saved and gets his life together, many times that brings families back together as well. So that we, we are proud of that program. I think it's one of the best things the Salvation Army does to get people back into productivity because you wake up now without your head feeling like a swollen up basketball. You, you have a better outlook on life. Talk about that. Well, not, not only did, does it do that, it, it places to stay rather than staying on the street. And like you said, having your head swelled up or, or, or sitting there feeling nice and dry and nice and warm when, when you start out in the night and then here comes the rain and everything like that. And guess what? You're outside, so you're going to get wet. Cardboard doesn't do well in the rain, does it? Oh, sometimes <laughs> yes, sometimes no. Yeah. So now you have a safe place to stay and you got your life together. You're a productive citizen. You're paying taxes. You're volunteering and helping other people with your life. Right. Right. That's the way it's designed to be. So, George, you have a similar story. You didn't go through the ARC program, no. but you did go through. We have emergency shelter, people who just need a few days to get themselves together. And then we also have our, our supportive shelter where you're in a program like a move to work or our pathway of hope and things that help you build life skills and get yourself together. Talk about that program that you were in. Yes, that's how I got in. Um I went in on a Sunday, and one of the guys that I met, he told me not to go nowhere, to wait for for Mr. Robert Rockwell. And I asked him why, he says, because they have the program. And so I, I waited, and, and um, it so happened, the spot where I was waiting, Mr. Rockwell passed by and, and asked me, I can't stay there. And I said, I'm waiting for Robert Rockwell. He says, that's me. And I explained that I want to get into the program, and he brought me right in, and, and I filled out the paperwork, and that's how I got into the so program. So that's a really important thing to know that there's emergency shelter, people just need to stabilize. Then there's that, you know, let's see how we can get you back on your feet and where you need to go. Yes. And you have to have skin in the game, though. That, that's you making a conscious decision. I'm going to change my life around. I'm going to get stronger. And so we bring in financial literacy, all the other things that help you get your life in order. And there's a case manager who work, walks alongside yes. of you. So that's taking people literally off the street and bringing them into a recovery program to where they themselves are responsible for their recovery with a little bit of guidance from our pathway of hope. Did you experience that in the shelter? Yes. So yes. that's important for people uh, to understand that every person who is homeless or is precariously housed or has to live in a shelter is not a bad person. Yeah. Just somebody that fell on some bad times. Maybe you made a few bad choices. You need a little bit of help to get back on your feet. Yeah. Did you find those services helpful in the Salvation Army, either one of you? Yes, I found it helpful because when I got out from the Salvation Army and everything like this, and, and I went back with my family, you know, the, my, my parents and everything wanted to know well, what is salvation? Mm, yeah, yeah. 
and and then I was able to to, to to tell them. Let me answer that question for both of you. What is the Salvation Army? The Salvation Army. Our mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ because we believe that that's the answer to every problem. Through serving suffering humanity, we love inclusively, we serve without discrimination. So we're going to tell you about Jesus, we're going to tell you about his love and how we think it can help embrace your life. But if you don't accept that message, we still feed you and shelter you, clothe you, we still love you without judgment. And that's an important thing for people to know that you don't have to be a Christian to be served by the Salvation Salvation Army. Would you agree with that, George? Yes. 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 Did you I find that true you. in the yes. shelter? I agree with you because uh, uh, ever since uh, my teenage, I always didn't mind helping uh, my neighbors. They would call me uh, and ask me if I would go to the store. I didn't mind helping because so I figured someday I might need help and there'll be somebody there for me. And that's a testimony I hear a lot for people who've been through the ARC or the shelters that you've been helped to get your life together. And so then you want to reach out and help other people get their life together. So you're our best ambassador. Yes. And and I have another comment. When we were um, together, we we didn't live in the city. Our our nearest neighbor was, was, was like a quarter of a mile away. I mean, not a quarter of an inch away. And... And, and they never heard about Salvation Army. Mm. And, and I was able to, to enlighten them with, with Salvation Army and, and make them show that, well, the, well, well their, their impression is, well, the, well, there's just a begging organization. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not true at all. That's not true at all. And tell them how rehabilitate but by, by, by being in the uh, adult rehabilitation center. I appreciate know? you saying that because what m- many people don't understand is that 82 cents of every dollar donated to the Salvation Army goes directly to helping people. Uh, I can tell you that by the way I'm paid as, as the area commander. We don't get paid much, but it's not a job. It's a calling because we our hearts are beating for others. We get up every morning wanting to tell the story, wanting to let people know there is hope. That you don't have to be hopeless. Did either of you at one point in your journey with the Salvation Army, especially when you first came, did you feel your life was hopeless? Like you didn't have much of a future? Which way are you going to turn? Yeah, kind of in in a way. I I did. Mm -hmm. George? While I was in Salvation Army shelter, I was I was uh, at peace, relieved, but I kept wondering what tomorrow is going to bring. And I was always just happy and relaxed, but I took one day at a time and just said, well, let's see where I end up. The way it really has to happen is one day at a time. And AA and and, uh, uh, Narcotics Anonymous, they all tell you that. It's one day at a time. Did you feel that the staff and the case managers and the people who were helping you at the Salvation Army helped you along that way to help you? Okay, you might have had a bad day, but tomorrow's a new day and you have hope to move on. I did. Well, I, I have a comment. Um, by being in adult rehabilitation center, everything, we all have a job every day that we work eight hours a day, and, and we stayed there at, at the center, and, and then, we, then we got our meals and everything, 
and everything like that. The, the only sideline was we had to give up our food stamps, and that that well paid for it. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Fred, I've, I've been to the ARC at mealtime, and those guys eat really well at the ARC. Uh, there's good, good food there. As a matter of fact, I'm glad I'm not the captain there because I'd weigh a whole lot more than I do now. And, George, we have new cooks, uh, relatively new cooks in the shelter, the men and women's shelter, and they are pretty amazing, aren't they? They cook real good. So this, this conversation today is really for our listeners to understand that the Salvation Army, and I appreciate the way you put it, Fred, is not a begging organization. Yes, we do ask for donations. That's the only way we are able to keep our mission going. But we immediately, we get our heart right with God, and then we roll our sleeves up and get our hands dirty with helping people. We call it Christianity with our sleeves rolled up. Yeah. And so you are two guys that are um, actually a great testimony that the Salvation Army work really does help change the community. Oh, yes. The, yeah. That question that you asked, there's, there, there's been time where I felt down and nervous because I get anxiety. And, and the one that I always went to was Mr. Robert Walker. He took time. And Robert's I, the director of our men's yeah, shelter. And I explained. Sometimes he used to come outside and see me, and he can tell. And he would ask me, what's the matter, George? You look like you're down. I was playing a little, and he was talking to me and all that, and all of a sudden I... Feel better. Yeah. But this is the, the hallmark of the Salvation Army, is that it's daily just putting your arm around someone saying, Fred, George, you can make it. You were created in the image of God. He's given you a lot of good skills and good personality, and both of you are handsome men, so you've been blessed. And the Salvation Army comes along just to help push that along, reinforce that in your life to let you know you can move forward, that there is hope, and mm -hmm. that every day is one step at a time, and we're there to encourage you and do that. So when people donate to the Salvation Army, they're helping to change people's lives and to make our community a better place. Well, thank you for being with our podcast today and for everything that you're doing on a daily basis. I know your hearts are beating for others, and we appreciate that. The Salvation Army cares about people sometimes when they can't even care about themselves. And we believe that showing some love, so showing the love of Jesus, compassion and grace of Jesus, and letting you know that there is a way to get through, and here are the steps we're going to help you go through, that's what makes us get up every day and do the mission. So thank you for sharing your story with us yes. today. And you are two, what we call trophies of grace. And yeah. we're proud of both of you. The Salvation Army is marching along. God bless you. Yes, thank, thank you. Behind the Shield is powered by News 6, United Way, City of Orlando and Orange County.